Over time, Michael noticed that Michael Jr. was waking up early, early in the morning, much earlier than he needed to. He didn't think much of it. He just thought Michael Jr. was trying to be a good worker. Until one morning, when Michael woke up and saw his oldest shaking in terror. It's okay, son, Michael said as he barely touched Michael Jr.'s back. Before he could even finish the sentence, Michael Jr. swung around at him, a knife in hand. Michael was able to jump away. Luckily, years of living in the tenements had kept his reflexes strong. Oh, Father, I'm so sorry, Michael Jr. said, dropping the knife, looking like someone who had just wakened from a horrible nightmare. It's okay. I'm not hurt. You were shaking like you were having a bad dream. Do you want to talk about it? No, I'm fine, Michael Jr. said. Michael didn't believe him, but kept quiet. From that night on, Michael Jr. always slept with his back toward the wall. The, the nightmares would come on occasion, but no one said anything to him. Patricia finally came home at the end of July, and Michael noticed that Michael Jr. had started to talk to her a lot more than in the past. You and Aunt Patricia have become closer lately. Yes, I can talk to her about the war. You know you can always talk to me or your mother anytime you want to. I, I know, but Aunt Patricia was there so she can understand things better. Oh. Michael Jr. could see his father felt left out. You know, I still need to talk to you about other things. Like, why do women not tell you something and they get upset when you don't do what they didn't tell you about it? Michael chuckled. Oh, great. Give me the hard stuff as he put on his coat and handed Michael Jr. his. This is something we should discuss at O'Reilly's. Discuss what? Katie, who had just come into the room, asked. Oh, nothing, Michael said, as he led Michael Jr. out the door, smiling. Hmm. The next morning, they were all sitting at the table, except for Katie, who was in the kitchen. Danny's got a girlfriend. Do not. Do so. And Patty's her name. Shut up. She's not my girlfriend. Is so. Is not. Okay, you two. Outside. And Michael Jr., stop chasing your brother, Katie said, while trying to unsuccessfully suppress a smile. They all went to Mass that morning together for the first time in over a year. I need to talk to Father Ryan, Michael Jr. said. All right, but don't, don't be late for dinner. I'll try. What's Michael Jr. doing? Katie said. He said he needed to talk to Father Ryan. About what? I didn't ask. He's no longer a boy, and he has a right to his own privacy. The truth was, Michael was pretty sure he knew what, was, what the conversation was about, and he also knew how it would go. Looking back at his son's face, he sadly realized he was right. There was a part of him that wanted to run back and comfort and protect him, but he knew that time had long passed. Michael Jr. did not come home that night. Where is he? Maybe he's hurt, Katie said. He's fine. Go find him, Katie implored Michael. No, I don't have to find him. I know where he is, and so do you. No, Katie said defiantly, as if she could will it not to be so. "'Tis so, Katie, love, and you cannot change it." Katie went back to working on her needlework, shaking her head no as she worked. 
Michael got up and left and headed toward O'Reilly's. The next morning, things seemed to be back to normal. Michael Jr. had come home late that night before and was out before sunrise. Through July and August, Michael Jr. going to work or visiting Raven was part of the rhythm of their life, as familiar as Michael going to the working on the dock or Katie working on her needle point. At first, Katie tried to verbally encourage Michael from visiting Raven. When that didn't work, a silent war between them began. Every time Michael Jr. mentioned Raven, Katie would shake her head or look away. The tension would rise and fall with how much Raven was mentioned. Michael didn't know what to do. He loved Katie, but her attitude to, toward Raven was just wrong. The only thing he could do was hope and pray that her attitude would soften. But he also knew how stubborn she could be. 